Yeah, don't put that in the pod because I don't swear. Good evening and welcome along to the Three Amigos FBL podcast. I am the Marple Curse and I'm joined today by my amigo Mars, you can find on Twitter at Mars05 and Kylie you can find at KylieFPL. Make sure you're following our group account at Three Amigos FBL. In this Getting to Know You mini-series, we've interviewed FBL managers from all over the world as it's our mission to let our listeners get to know the people behind the FBL accounts they interact with each week. To do that, we've come up with 20 questions that will reveal exactly who they are. With the Amigos now, we have Bully and the Iceman, who you should all know and love from Twitter at FBL Surgery, and of course from their fantastic podcast of the same name. Bully and the Iceman, you're very welcome to the show. Are you ready to bear your soul to the FBL community? Well, I don't know about ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Everyone always kind of uh, sounds a bit apprehensive when I say that, but uh, that's why I do it. It's to it's it's per, it's good interrogation technique, guys, to put people on edge. You know, so, it's, uh, it's a bit of a it's a taste of our own medicine. I've got to say, it's really nice not to host a podcast for a change. This is great. Yeah, and not to have to worry about whether it'll record afterwards as well. I know um, that's that's the problem all of us producers face every week. <laughs> oh, God, it's a nightmare, isn't it? You've always got yeah. to make sure you've got the recorder working properly. And I know. The amount know. of issues that I've gone through for that. Oh. Don, we should also mention the honorary amigo today joining us as well for this Getting to Know You episode. General, I completely forgot to mention you there. Because <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of recording our other pods, so I'm there assuming our swear? listeners. Did you just swear? That's the first time I've ever heard you swear. Oh, uh, I curse oh, just me a lot. Oh, usually it's like he's this. got Tourette's. Yeah. I'm like, you know when you're at school and you're the last kid to get picked? <laughs> Sorry, to, be, right to be honest, it's only the FDO general. No one really knows him, do they? So. No, he's kind of... He's, <laughs> He's very little known, yeah. His 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 mom and his wife like might listen in or something, you know. But other than that, nobody's gonna know. Uh, yes, and that voice you hear is of course the FBL general who is our podcast guest this week. So um, he's sitting in on our on our three amigos getting to know you pod as well. So um, we're delighted to be joined by him. Um, let's let's move on to the questions, folks. So of course, as always, we lead off with this one. Um, you can describe yourself first in three words. Yeah. Okay. So. Um I actually had to ask this question to other people because I, I couldn't answer it. So I, they, they tell me that I'm honest, I'm athletic, and uh, the key one here, I'm I'm very geeky. <laughs> so honest because I've just always been just an honest guy. Athletic, I go to the gym, play football on a weekly basis, and geeky because I think I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and that kind of makes you a geek in itself. Yeah. And I have a friend of mine who started the podcast with us, The Beard. Uh, we're quite competitive with each other. And if we start something new, like, say, a game like GoldenEye or something, he will pick it up a little bit quicker than me. Uh, but the more we play it, the more I practice it, the more I become better. So he he's like the Messi and I'm like the Ronaldo. And I also work in IT. So um, just uh... <laughs> And uh, how about yourself, Bully? Describe yourself first in three words. Yeah, um, I would say uh, pacifying because I often have to keep the peace between the Iceman and if we have any other surgeons on board, so I'm very much the uh, the peacemaker. Um, what else? Um, I would say thorough in, in most things I do. I look for, look for a lot of information before I 
take a decision on things and that that applies in my work very much and and late as well as the ice man will tell you um always in fact the fact that i was here to record this at half past is a real rarity so (laughs) yeah you guys are lucky it was on time for you guys yeah that's like our that's mars in our pod he um he gets us all to say right we'll we'll try to get on lads we'll try to get on early so we can do a nice early record we all go get in the room, get in the pod. We're we're sitting there waiting, and Mars tweets in, going, um, "I'll be 15 minutes, lads." That's just it's a weekly uh, weekly basis. <laughs> you, you don't get it where um, I, I finally get on to Skype. He tells me that he's online. And he said, "Oh, I've been sat here for like half an hour." And just like, no, why didn't you tell me half an hour ago then, Billy? Eh? And uh, <laughs> yeah, we have the conversation nearly every week. Yeah. How you doing, lads? The the general here, how you doing? Hello, mate. Question two is, where do you guys live and what do you currently work at? So, Jim, shall I uh, go first with that one? Yeah, you can. Yeah. So I live on a a small island off the south coast, the Isle of Wight. Um, I still live there as well. Yeah, uh, me and Jim actually, um, to get to know us a bit more, me and Jim actually, are, um, our parents knew each other. We literally lived in the next street as each other, um, went to school with each other. James got me into football in the first place. Very, very Isle of Wight story there. We lived together at uni. So um, I've maintained my island roots whilst uh, the Iceman has uh, has escaped, to his and credit. You, and, you're, and you're both married to bearded ladies, are you? <laughs> Don't tell my wife that, but yes, yes, I am. <laughs> they, they, they won't listen to this, so yes, we both are. Yeah, and then in terms of work, um, I work in the NHS. I've been working in mental health services for about 10 years, in which I'm a, um, I'm a therapist. So I've been doing that for about a decade now, and that time has flown by. If it's and, okay, I could just speak with you after the show, maybe for a half an hour. Have you got time? <laughs> actually, this Always is, time this, for you. This could be a plug, actually, because we're actually looking on, at doing a uh, another mental health podcast, like a, a spin-off to the FPL one we do. So um, we've only just kind of started. It was actually uh, the general which kind of gave us the idea for this. So um, at some point in the next couple of weeks, we will be releasing one. So look out for that. Oh, that'd be brilliant, yeah. Great stuff. Oh, and, and I'm uh, an IT infrastructure engineer for a software company, so, yeah, geek, geek, geek. I, I always go to Jim with any of my IT problems. He always tells me to turn it off and back on again, and it, it usually works, so he's, he's very good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> How and when did you first get into FPL? Um, I have been playing FPL for years, and actually I think Bully has as well, but yeah. it's only been since we created the podcast, which I've actually been trying, and that's just coming up to three years now, uh, is when I started putting the effort in. Uh, I don't know about Bully, Bully, are you the same? Um, well, I first became aware of FPL when it was still, not FPL, but um, fancy football, when it, you could do it from the newspaper, so you had to send in your team, um, you literally did it by, by by like mail. If you wanted to make a transfer, you had to send a cutout from the newspaper um, to confirm it. Um, so I did a little bit of that with my dad when I was younger. I properly got into it when I was in high school, um, when I should have been studying. I was uh, mulling over whether to put players in for Leicester like Muzzy Izzet, who uh, that year was on corners and free kicks, so he was a must-have. Um my actual fancy Premier League website record goes back to 2010. So um, in terms of properly getting into it, though, I would say in the last five years, it's been a regular thing I've done sort of routinely and stayed on top of. Nice one. 
Boys, I have to admit, um, when when I first uh, started following FPL, you were you were one of my uh, first podcasts and one of the favourites still. Oh, thank you. Along thank you. along with Fan Feud. No, seriously, like I really really enjoyed it. Um, in fact, those oh, two were the ones that I usually listen to. So uh, it's an honour talking to you, boys, and getting to know you better. Um, so we just started talking about FPL. So what's your highest finish? My highest finish was actually last year, uh, 3,417. I uh, finished 8K the year before, so I'm actually hoping for higher this year. Have you made it into the top six, the Elite 64 then with two, two top 10 finishes? Uh, I'm, in, I'm in the qualifying. Yeah, I'm oh, in the qualifying league. Yeah, nice. he allowed me to be in that. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was nice of him, yeah. Yeah, you better finish, you better finish top 10, eh? Yeah, well, I hope I did. <laughs> Uh, my best is um, 6,800th, um, and that was in the 2016-2017 season. But it, just to show you the difference, like last year I finished about, like, over, um, about 140,000 places above that with only 100 less points. So I think it's got more competitive in the last few years. Crazy, yeah. yeah. The, the difference. I've had, um, I've had a, a, a couple of top 50,000 finishes as well, but that was my best. And tell me, buddy, what is the top finishes? Are they your best FBL memory, or is there some specific like game week one that was your your favourite? Um, there was a game week a few years ago when Luis Suarez was absolutely lighting up the league. Um, there was, I think, he played against Norwich when he was absolutely smashing them every time he played them. I think he scored every single time. Yeah. Every time, I think he scored four and got an assist or something. And I'd, I'm pretty sure I'd. Um, captained him that week and a few people in the league had gone for Aguero instead and that um, basically put me far and away out of my mini league which led to me winning it so that was my like I love FPL moment there have been many I don't love FPL moments but that one has stuck with me <laughs> and Iceman what about yourself what's your best FPL memory there's, there's, a, there's a couple which I, I truly remember kind of to do with my, my team I support as well captaining Walcott on the last game week where he scored a hat-trick in 2015-16 season just on the last game week it really did uh, it, I think it got me into the money in our little mini league that we have and also doing doing kind of the same thing last year I brought in Giroud when he got a hat-trick uh, in the game week 2016-17. So, yeah, they're just finishing on, on a massive high is, is my best memories. Yeah, just, one thing actually, Mark, Mark, do you have? I want to come in for one thing on you first. Um, what rank do I have to get this season to be in, get into that qualifying round for the Elite 64? It, it, it goes by your history. If you read this, you've got notes, a two million finish. It's not going to happen. I'm not reading. I'm not reading notes. <laughs> if you, general. If I don't you, have time for that kind of thing. If you read the small, I'm too, small I'm print. too busy. I'm, no, no, I'm, no, I'm too busy um, producing gold <laughs> FBL content. I don't have time for notes. The, the, I was going to say the small print is there's no Liverpool fans welcome. Uh, <laughs> That's why yourself and Mars are not in it. Uh, so I have a hope. Then I'm not a Liverpool fan. Yeah, we can make we can, we can get you in, Kylie, but I'm, I'm not interested in those two lads. That's fair. General, General can I ask, would you have, uh, 10 years ago, when Arsenal were actually still a, a factor for United, would you have banned me and the Iceman then? Yeah, probably. <laughs> nice. Seeing a different side to you, Mark. <laughs> Openly biased. I like it. <laughs> Moving on to the next question, lads. I'll split this one in two. So, Iceman first. Um, I'll ask you what you like you like most about FPL, and then Bully can tell me what he dislikes about FPL. 
Well, yeah, FBO, I suppose I love the fact that following the game, uh, running the podcast and having to make sure that you follow football each week, kind of have to make sure that you're aware of what's going on, keep updated on stats, results and things like that. I mean, I love football and it's not like I need an excuse to follow it, but because I run the podcast uh, regarding FPL, it, it makes me feel like I need to do it. I need to look at the stats. I need to make sure that each week I spend a bit of time away from the girlfriend uh, to actually get something done. And I make sure that I watch uh, Match of the Day as well. And if I didn't, I wasn't involved in FPL and I didn't have the podcast. I don't know if I would definitely make sure that I would do that. You know, sometimes you just get home and you just want to relax and chill out. But sometimes I, instead of doing that, I'll just whip upstairs, jump on the computer and just have a tinker with stats and things. It's a ready-made excuse, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, um, no, no, I'm not watching the game. I'm doing research. <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching football. Yeah. I'm researching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I love it. That's the best thing about me this season. I've got the excuse now that I just tell the wife, you know, I'm watching match of the day. It's work now, so she has to let me watch it. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, well, you're, you're full-time, so, yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. But, Billy, what, what, what do you dislike about the game? I would say two things. So, one... Um, I, as a defender by trade myself, it does frustrate me. There's players like uh, Conte. So the two seasons, Leicester won the league, um, Chelsea won the league. He was like the main man, the linchpin. And often you can't justify putting him in because there's only it's a real limitation on the points he can score for the work that he does. Now, I know we have the bonus point system to reflect that, but I still feel there's players playing phenomenally week in, week out from a ability perspective and how they affect the game they just will, will score very little for you all season like Jorginho this season's another one loads of touches very much the the PLO of their side and yet um, he's not much more than a placeholder in most teams so that frustrates me um, and the second thing is that I can watch Arsenal my team but still want the other team to do pretty well against us if I've got one of their players yeah <laughs> So I'm kind of a, I'm kind of like I want Arsenal to win, but if we're playing City, it's like, but can we win like five four and Aguero score a hat trick? That's what, <laughs> that just feels a bit wrong. So, this one. Okay, so coming to both of you this time, describe yourself as an FPL manager in three words. So I go first. I just want to say, yeah, um, I would say that I'm very independent. I don't like to always follow the crowd. I know that mostly it's the best thing to do. But if just say, for example, everyone was captain in Salah uh, the week before last, I was on Aguero. Uh, I just, I go for the players, which I, I believe is quite more. I say I'm, I'm pretty precarious, really. I, I think about my decisions so much that it's, you know, just almost a waste of time. And I'm very determined. I always feel like I should be doing better than I have, have done during the week. Yeah, I'd say I'm uh, decisive. I don't uh, procrastinate too much over my decisions. Um, and I certainly put a little bit of thinking in there, but I won't spend like the whole week if I if I want a player and I'm not too afraid to transfer them in early. Um, I would say uh, maybe a bit too cautious on that sometimes, though. However, so um, whilst I make I'm decisive. In terms of the players that I pick, um, I don't take too many gambles. I tend to go for safer players, which is a good thing sometimes, but other times I do miss kind of players getting onto streaks. Um, and then some weekends um, I can do some outrageous things. So I can go the captaincy choice that is absolutely spot on and different to everyone else. 
or it can be an absolute disaster. Nice, nice. So what's uh, what's your target each season, boys, in FPL? Do you have a mini-league, cash or otherwise, that you look at first? Mine, um, yeah, so we, we do have a mini-league amongst sort of friends, but I've joined quite a few now just through getting to know people through pods. So I really have started to look more towards overall. I always really want to be at least in the top 100. The goal is always to get in the top 10K. Um if I finish in the top 100, though, I'm I'm pretty happy with that, given the amount of people now playing the game. Yeah, and it's kind of the same for me. But the uh, the overall rank, I just want to get as high as possible. But I just want to make sure I win our little mini league, which is why we both kind of started FPL. We do have a money mini league, and there's quite a bit of cash to be won in that one. 15 quid you get for winning our mini league goes a long way. Mortgages to pay. It's all about the bragging rights, really. Um, I just need, I just need to make sure I'm finish ahead of Mars this year. <laughs> and once that happens, I'm happy. Nice one, um, Iceman. Come to you on the next one. Uh, what is the thing you must do before each deadline? That's um, so. If some people like to read blogs, look at data, listen to the Three Amigos podcast, and of course the FBL Surgery podcast. But um, what is, what is it? Your what's your routine like um, in the lead up to a game week? Well, to be honest, I do listen to all of the podcasts. I've got now commute every morning and there and back, so I, I listen to all of them. Um, I, I make sure. I set my team is the first thing I do after every game week is that's probably the most important thing because you never know when you're just going to forget one day although to be honest I've never forgotten and uh, I, I, I just make sure I prepare for the pod itself that, that we do and in that preparation I find that I just find out what I need to know during the week so that's where all my uh, my prep for my personal team actually goes um so i I, uh, I do look at stats but i'm a lot more visual so i tend to make sure that i've at least watched the games that have been on kind of sky over the weekend watch my highlights watch match of the day um i tend to look at the just the official statistics like the rankings um and then i, I kind of on social media or youtube i check in on a few things but generally it's quite visual with me nice one lads iceman i'll come to you first again on this one when it comes to choosing your captain and deciding on transfers, how and when do you usually do that? I mean, I do pay attention to the price risers every week. And if I can't get a player which I really want, I'll make sure that I get them in early. Sometimes I do take that risk. It does depend on the Champions League games and things like that. Sometimes I do, do just leave it. But each week is different for me. I mean, I know it sounds obvious, but for the captaincy, I tend to just go with who I think is going to score the most. Now, I've elaborating on it a little bit more is just I mean I would look at the recent stats for the players uh, <clears throat> who are the front runners for the captaincy uh, the stats for the teams which they are playing as well uh, I take note of uh, kind of the captain poll leaders but I don't always follow it the the group think I think is probably overpowering for some people and uh, like for example if Hazard captain is like top of the captain poll this week and obviously he's got an attack and return in all but one of his games so far. But if his stats were down like one or two shots a game and they're playing a team like not many letting in many shots, I probably won't go for him. I'll probably just go for a player which I believe in who's going to score the most. Nice one, Bully. Yeah, so I tend to look at the, um, if, if it's kind of a split decision, I'll tend to look at the, the clubs, the, the players against, if they've got a good record against them, maybe individual player duels as well. 
um, strength, size, uh, athleticism, if we look at certain players. So Kane against the faster player. Um, Aguero against Newcastle, for example, always tends to, to net. So look at the individual duels and battles and the form they're in as well. So um, recently Hazard's been one I've been going to a lot, given he's you know come back into that Chelsea side, firing on all cylinders. So, yeah, based on form and fixtures. Okay, so coming to you first, Bully. Yep. Do you have any no-go players or teams? Any grudges? Um, in terms, what again? I think that changes season to season. I would say um, I've never done too well in terms of attacking returns with United over the years. Like even when they had their Roonies, Matter was a bit more on form. I've just never seemed to get the best out of them. And this season, I, I kind of flirted with Sanchez a little bit, and that didn't work out. So. United are my are my real no go kind of bigger team at the moment, and I, I hold an eternal grudge against Newcastle because there was a season I didn't captain uh, Aguero or pick him when he went and scored four, um, and I became about fifty points behind everybody else in my mini league. So I'm forever bitter about times. that. Ouch. That's a nice man remembers that. Yeah, very bitter. And um, for for me, uh, no, not really. I more or less play FPL as a total neutral. I bring in Spurs players all over the place, so I feel kind of resentful to my team. But yeah, no grudges at all, really. Got to be ruthless. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Fair enough. Yeah, there's no way Troy Dean is making it into my team ever again. I say that in <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, but so the next, the next question is meant to be about who you support, but we know that. So I'm going to skip that uh, if, if everybody doesn't mind. Uh, because we're not, we know you boys are big, big Arsenal fans. Yeah. Uh, the one that I'm really interested in is about, um, you know, how you, you know, the FPL community and being part of it. But also, uh, and the second one, how did the pod come about? And who's the boss in the pod? Because Don <laughs> thinks he's the boss. I'll, 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 I'll let Don thinks he's the boss. <laughs> but actually, he's not. <laughs> Obviously, I'm the boss. Kylie also thinks she's the boss, but there's only one boss. <laughs> the three bosses is that what you're three, too three many, too many delusional cooks. people that's what it is yeah we're vice presidents of our cardboard box <laughs> we're all vice presidents everyone has a senior role now i'll kick us off on this so um let's answer the boss question straight away um, i'm happy to concede that is the Iceman. um he is rem- he's you know being open and honest he's the editor he puts a lot of the time well, all the time into editing the podcast um without his kind of uh, drive, I can safely say we wouldn't be doing as we are at the moment. I do have to take moments where I have to step into a fatherly role with the Iceman because occasionally he can, um, he plans beautifully, which means it goes really well, but it can get to the point where it's a bit too planned. So I just have to say, let's just take a step back and not say all of the numbers that are, that are out there and not all of the letters. Let's just, let's just wind it in, just make it a little bit more simple. So he is the boss, but I take a, a slightly fathering role at times. Yeah, what he's saying is that I, I can't shut up sometimes. So, yeah, he, he does control I, that. I'm just being generous here. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it did start about um, we had me, uh, Bully, Woodsy and The Beard all started the pod. We just thought, well, we... We don't talk as much anymore in terms of WhatsApp and things. Why not we, we get together and do a podcast? We all play FBL, so started all from that, and we all gathered at uh, Bully's house one time and, yeah, recorded the, the first episode, which is terrible. Do not listen to the first episode, because I host. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that right away after this show. <laughs> Me too. Oh, dear. And you asked about what we like best about being the FBL community? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think we've just been really lucky because a lot of the guests we've had on have, have literally been from all over the world. You know, we've had people on at the crack of dawn in India, in the middle of the afternoon in, in America, people from Australia, New Zealand. So just that the range of people we now know around the world um, and how we've all got this common language of, of FPL. Um, we're all in sort of different groups now. There's a, there's a huge Twitter kind of following. So it's just nice to feel part of something, share those frustrations and bask in those moments where you put the triple captainship on the right person yeah ditto that's the that's the lovely thing about being in the podcast uh in the podcast game is uh we do get to speak to people from all over the world and and share our our combined passion um about this ridiculous game which we play let's uh move on to the next question and um this one is um it's it's always an interesting one i'll come to you first on a dice man if you could pick one player past or present for your fbl team who would that be well, I uh, I play football and uh, I used to play centre back and I love scoring uh, goals from being a centre back, like going up corners and things. And I love a goal scoring defender. I, I mean, I currently have PVA who scored tonight, Alonso and Trippier in my team. But there was always one defender I wanted at Arsenal. I had Tony Adams was my idol growing up. I played, as I mentioned, I played centre back when I was young, and I loved to kind of score the headers which uh, Tony does. But this guy was even better, a centre back who loved to score. Uh, I'll give the Sammy Hippie. Sammy Hippie. I'll give you and uh, no, you're incorrect. I'll give you <laughs> and the listeners a chance to guess who it is after each point. I make a bit like a, a football ramble type of uh, thing they they do. Uh, so right, <clears throat> he is a centre back that scored 19 goals in one season. Just shout if you know the answer. John Terry. Nope. <laughs> so 13 of them were in the Premier League in 1990 to 1991. Never selected for his national first team. You've got to be quick. Alan Hansen. <laughs> no. How do you put a quiz on their podcast? It's amazing. <laughs> Scored 29 goals for his first club where he started uh, his career at youth level. Uh, Darty. No. Scored 36 goals for the club he is most well known at. He scored a total of 113 goals in his career as a professional footballer. Uh, he is currently in management. And the fact that the general was kept quiet is a bit concerning on this one. Uh, Steve Bruce. That's the one. Oh, <laughs> you a penalty just, taker. Just got, got there just before me. Yeah, it's a penalty taker. Uh, but imagine having a defender like him scoring 13 goals a season for you. Uh, most of his goals are from headers as well. So I would just I would love him in my FPL team. And I always wanted him in the Arsenal team. You mentioned nineteen ninety. You mentioned nineteen ninety. There, to my defence, that's the year I was born, so that's why I didn't get that one. Yeah. Oh, so his excuse is basically a brag about how young he is. Like, <laughs> listening to this I podcast every that. week, you have to get one of those in. You know, it's true. Stag was the best. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, the young nipper in nappies coming on our podcast up past his bedtime and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks Mill for that quiz it was great I guarantee that's the fir first and probably last time we'll ever hear Steve Bruce coming up as the suggestive player but uh, but it's, it's a definitely unique one thanks Mill for that one and uh, how about yourself Bully who would you be going for uh, well it's um, it's a striker now the, the Arsenal fan of me would obviously say Thierry Henry but I'm actually um, I was a huge Alan Shearer fan and 260 Premier League goals a season uh, season over the, the seasons that he played Guaranteed, just yeah. I just if he was still playing now, I'd be the first name on my team sheet. I love Big Al. Nice one, lads. Next one, 
Bully, I'll stick with you again for this one yep. for the first part. Uh, so it's your last meal. You can order anything you want to eat and drink. What is your order? Um, I would. I have enjoyed the taste of humble pie for some of the uh, selections <laughs> I've made over the years. So probably some humble pie um, with some bleach for the uh, the awful decisions I've made as well. So <laughs> that's my FPL. Um, yeah, bad week meal. Nice one. Just be a roast dinner. I, I think I'll go with. Uh, we seem to have started some sort of uh, Icelandic theme on our pod, and I would go with the the smoky buffalo burger with the uh, uh, carbon carbon uh, roasted carrots. Sounds good. Uh, high in uh, vitamin A. It's fair to say we've never had that dish on this uh, pod. <laughs> no. That's what we're looking for: rarity, something different. <laughs> Okay, so this is one of my favourite questions. If your house was on fire and you could only save one non-living item, what would you grab? And uh, you can assume your phone is in your pocket. So we'll come to you first, Bully. Oh, God. Um, I love the fact that my phone is just uh, – there's no way we can burn the phone. Do you know, I'd, I'd throw the phone back in the house because that thing's a bloody nightmare. So the it's phone burns. <laughs> so many people choose phone as their answer, oh. so – God, you can leave no. your phone behind. That's fine. Thank you. Uh, right. Okay. What are we taking? What is worth? Okay. Well, my, my wife would uh, would badger me to get my wedding ring um, if I had taken it off. So let's assume I'm wearing that. Um, I actually buy um, my my other sport is actually weightlifting and and bodybuilding. Um, and down the years, I've won some decent trophies. So I'd probably grab my British Championship title. Uh, and carry that oh, out the plug. house just as a oh. as a marker of, of the, the hard work that went into the month's prep. That is amazing. That's even better than General's youth. Brag about, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually Br- there, yeah. Britain's most muscular man. <laughs> Jun- junior British champion, 2007. <laughs> After, after hearing that answer, I've, I've kind of changed mine, and uh, I would grab my uh, my Southampton hard youth. Drive, I, I, I'll grab my Southampton youth playing uh, medal, which I got uh, <laughs> uh, when playing for Southampton youth at, youth at the age of uh, fourteen. Yeah, plug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't end up at Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should have. Yeah. He was lucky. So. Apart from uh, bodybuilding and uh, playing football and obviously doing the podcast, do you guys have any special skills? Iceman, come to you first. Oh, I was I was going to say football. Is that a special skill? Can you can you use that? I mean, like playing for. I had trials for uh, Bournemouth and Portsmouth and Southampton when younger, and uh, I'm not any good anymore. Um, but yeah, that's kind of. Would you say it's a special skill? That's pretty oh, no, special. That is a special skill, definitely. That's pretty Were you? Um, was there some restriction on your yeah, trials that you had to be in a port, that you had to be somewhere near the sea? <laughs> well, I was from the Isle of Wight, wasn't I? So, yeah, I got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got yeah, a headshot. Yeah, you had to. You... <laughs> yeah, if you came too far inland, like you turn into dust, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we like to say. Yeah, we, we drift over to the mainland and we're just scared all the time. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And bully. Special skills. So we can't. Okay, we can't talk about weightlifting. Um, we can't use podcasting. Um, work is really boring. So, um, oh god, I can. Um, 
No, there's not a lot else. Um, I, I would say my, my garden is absolutely spot on. The lines on that lawn after <laughs> weekends mowing are absolutely textbook. So, <laughs> fine gardener. Do, do, you, do you wait lift in your garden? Um, there are plans to actually get some kits out there, yes. So, uh, yeah, I will. I will be soon. But no, the, I wouldn't want to ruin that lawn. That thing is that thing is like the Emirates. It really is. <laughs> it is be- beautiful. I can vouch for that. I was going to say it must be quiet, but uh... <laughs> that, that's yeah, yeah. The the aura of just like yeah, there's just nothing. There's no atmosphere out there. Do you know what? It's, it's very sad to say though, because I've I've been to the Emirates a few times. Um, and unfortunately, it does get a bit like that. If we're on top and a few goals up, it's lovely. But when when we're down, man, we need to... Uh, there's a section of the ground that's all right, but the rest, we've got to up our game, Arsenal fans. We really have. Yeah, I do miss Highbury. I mean, I, I Highbury was awesome. Se- used to have season tickets to them. And uh, yeah, I, I used to love it there. Like East End, it was compact. It, I, like people said it was a Highbury library, but not for me when I was younger. God, it really you know what, the, the best like atmosphere... I went to a game at Fratton Park, um, Portsmouth. It was one of the best games I ever watched. Four all draw, ascending off. Peter Crouch was still playing for them, but the ground was absolutely rocking. That place is awesome. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. I think at the Emirates they could probably do with having some music at each people, each person's seat that they could just plug a headphone <laughs> in to to calm them down and then slowly build to a crescendo to get them psyched again. Just, just Liverpool fan who's got the luxury of having an awesome crowd every it, week. It, it all depends what section of the ground you're in. To be honest, I've yeah. gone to Anfield and it's been um, I've been sitting where there's been a load of old people with blankets on their legs and um. it's as boring as hell. So I mean, it all depends on where you are in the ground really. Um, but uh, t- yeah, yeah. But uh, tell us, what's your favorite? Come to you first, bully on this. What's your favorite type of music? Is there any kind of genre or any kind of bands that you're into? I, I would say, uh, if I like the song, the genre doesn't matter. I'm still um, rest in peace, uh, Linkin Park. I'm a big fan of them. I listen to them a lot when I when I train. Um, I'm an Ed Sheeran fan. Uh, yeah. If it's a song I like, I'll listen to it. I'm not kind of I don't discriminate by genre. Yeah, Lincoln Park would be good for weightlifting, all right, wouldn't it? Yeah, Hybrid yeah. Theory still one of the greatest albums ever. That thing is over a decade old now, so I'm just I'm, I'm feeling older. I think Area 51 still plays that, really. I don't think you can afford to invest in uh, in a new CD. New music, so. yeah. Why <laughs> bother? Quality. Yeah. And how about yourself? Um, I'm kind of into everything, really. I mean, I, I used to go to loads of festivals and things. Not so much when I'm older, but I've recently gone up to London with my uh, fiance's dad and watched Vivaldi Four Seasons by Candlelight. And I know before you judge, uh, what? watching... What? Why don't I know about this? <laughs> I think that's outrageous. I think, I think I hate that from quite a lot of people. But, I love um... that. You're, you're, you're getting to know him better on the pod. Too. <laughs> that's really, we should do this more often. <laughs> but watching people what they can do with the the string in, instruments is just so impressive i mean i do before everyone frowns at what i say i do advise you kind of go on youtube and look up the trouble notes so I, I listen to them quite a lot they are awesome just uh, violin violinists they're, they're brilliant i'll send you a link to put in the description because it is really worth a listen yeah, we'll pop that into the show notes. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> you sound genuine. You sound, you sound genuine. <laughs> nice one. Moving on to the last question. 
Uh, before I do, Iceman, I've, I've lost a lot of respect for you there with that uh, Vivaldi shout. So if you listen, you'll you'll like it. Trust do me. not do not send me anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> the last question. Uh, I'll go to Bully first. Uh, apart from being late every week for podcasts, Bully, do you have any bad habits or guilty pleasures? <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yeah, the uh, the lateness is definitely um, a bad habit. Uh, sometimes a guilty pleasure, some might say. But no, in the, ever since I've been married, I have uh, grown a beard, and it's it's um, adopted kind of a ginger tone. And in spite of all of my family wanting me to shave it off, um, it feels like my last defiance within marriage before I completely commit <laughs> to uh, losing uh, my whole uh, dignity and everything else. So I would say it's my beard currently. It's uh, that is a guilty pleasure I'm maintaining. If I have two more than two days of stubble, then um, I get given out to. So that's that's the way it is in married life. So enjoy it while you can. I, I mean, it will have to come off eventually if I want to uh, remain married. But uh, for now, I'm just enjoying it. Iceman, bad habits or guilty pleasures? Um, I don't think I've got many bad habits whatsoever. Probably uh, just apart from doing... being a Arsenal fan. Yeah, being an Arsenal fan is probably one. What, of what, what about keeping the pot to go to the toilet? <laughs> to be honest guys I'm busting for the loo right now and you haven't had a break you did say that you were going to have a break so that is probably one of my things I do drink a lot of water though I suppose that's a weird bad habit um, um, Iceman this, this feels like a good time to say why you're called the Iceman oh yeah go on then yeah do that yeah uh, yeah so just quickly so uh, we went on a lad's holiday when we were 18 went to Magaluf uh, we went out there for the blistering hot sunshine the weather the cheap drinks the beach and, uh, and of course, so I ended up sharing with the Iceman and uh, Woodsy, a previous podcast member. Um, and so uh, the Iceman was quite particular about our um, our room. He liked to keep it clean. We, we were trying to stay on board with that. But he also liked to be very, very refrigerated. So one morning, uh, myself and Woodsy woke up and actually thought it was so cold it was raining outside. Uh, we looked out to see what was going on. It was belting sunshine. We found the Iceman had put the air conditioning on to sub-zero temperatures. Oh, uh, my God. I yeah, do not he, like he it hot. Likes, I, he likes, he doesn't like it hot. So when it gets a bit pressured, uh, that's when you can, can kind of take advantage. But, yeah, so uh, sub-zero temperatures. So from that day forth, he was known at the Iceman for being able to completely uncompromise on the temperature. This is absolutely brilliant. Fantastic. That's yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good time for us to take a break for the Ice Man's piss. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Love Iceman, Bully, thank you very much for coming on the Three Amigos FBL show. It was a pleasure getting to know you guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's been great. great. Thank you.